Hey friends, welcome back to season three of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay. And on this episode, I have on the beautiful Whitney Fransway. Now for all you Bachelor Nation fans, or if you've tuned into The Bachelor, you probably know who Whitney Fransway is. She was on the 21st season of The Bachelor, the one with Nick, which is actually my favorite season. But recently she was just on the sixth season of Bachelor in Paradise. But most importantly, Whitney has really stepped into the influencer space, but really advocating that healthy lifestyle. What I love about this interview is Whitney shares what keeps her motivated to live a healthier lifestyle. She talks about her relationship with food and some tricks that you can start applying to your everyday life, including one about the grocery store. So stick around. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. I am Allie Kay. I am your host, and I am so excited because if you have been living under a rock, then you might not know my guest, but if you are watching The Bachelor and you keep up and you are on social media, you know my guest. She is Miss Whitney Fransway. Welcome, Whitney. Thanks for doing the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and have a good conversation, a meaningful conversation. Yeah, me too. So I have to say I'm a mom and I feel like ever since I had my kids, it's really hard for me to keep up with television and all that. But the one season that I did watch of The Bachelor from like start to end, I was hooked was actually the season you were on, your first season that you did with Nick. And obviously you were one of my favorites. Like you're just, you're beautiful, obviously, but you have such a light and positivity about you that shines through. So I can understand why they picked you to do the show, but what was going on in your life that kind of just led you to go on The Bachelor and continue to do that? Yeah. So I finished college and I was kind of looking for a job at the time. And, you know, I think I was 24 maybe. And I was just talking to my friend about this. It's funny. Like when I look back and I was 24, 25, you kind of feel like, oh, okay. Like this is the route that my parents did with their relationship, right? Like being from Minnesota, I don't know if you know I'm from Minnesota, but being from the Midwest back home, like everyone's starting to kind of like start to settle down a little more around that age. So I was like, you know, I'm ready for that. And I want that. And I had this opportunity where I had a friend that had done the show and I asked them about their experience and they just had nothing but amazing things to say. And so I was like, you know what, this is my time if I'm going to do it. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking for something serious and I'm just kind of open to what happens. Uh, I didn't really 
have much other intention besides that, but I wanted to travel and have fun and also like potentially meet my person. I love that. I love how just like being open to experiences is kind of like what leads us to, you know, these unknown experiences that open so many doors for us. So tell me about your overall experience. I can just only imagine, I mean, you come off so confident, but still to be around like all these beautiful women and, you know, you're all in the same room and obviously not everyone's going to get along. How did you get through that? Like, did you have bad days? Like talk us through that whole experience. It's funny because like going on the show, I didn't even really take in consideration like what that would be like the interaction with the other girls. I obviously went through my head of like, Oh, okay. Like what's it going to be like when there's these other girls developing this relationship with the same guy in front of your face and talking about it, it's kind of going to be weird. But my whole viewpoint with that part of it was I have unfortunately been like cheated on and maybe not dated the best guys, especially when I was younger. And so, you know, they would do it behind your back. So it's like, okay, maybe there's a different viewpoint here when, you know, you're open, you know, someone's like being honest about what's happening and you're seeing it happen. Um, and so that's kind of how I thought about that part of it. But I honestly, I feel like I was so lucky to have one of the best seasons of girls. I am still so close to a handful of the girls from my season and I just clicked with them right away. So you know, that's probably why you didn't really see me that much on the season because I stayed out of the drama and away from those kind of personalities on the show. I try to be friends with everybody, but of course, like you need your quiet time. So I would just find time to do that or take the mornings to have a little more quiet time and just hang out with my really close girlfriends there to have just like honest, good conversation and connection because we spend so much time together. Really, I feel like what they don't really show on TV is that you know, you're with the girls all day, every day, you don't have phones, you don't have music, you don't have TVs, you have nothing to distract you. And so you're really just there to get to know other people. So and you go through this unique experience. So I think it just bonds you and brings up conversation you wouldn't really have maybe uh, in normal life. That's interesting. I feel like just like as a society, we're so plugged in. I mean, I check my phone like a hundred times a day. And I think of like what that would be like to just honestly be able to disconnect. What was that experience like? I mean, I know you're mentioning like you could finally have like deep conversations. I feel like social media keeps us from really connecting on that deeper, authentic level. What, What was that like? Did you enjoy that just being disconnected? Yeah. I mean, I think that's another aspect that people don't realize is like you really grow so much from doing the show because you have to be so open and honest and vulnerable right away. And it's like what experiences really shaped who I am. And for a lot of people, that's really, really tough horrible experiences, right? That you just don't, they don't just come up, like even with some of your friends until you've been friends for a long time. So we were forced to have those conversations in the limited time that we had with our bachelor, Nick. Um, And so that brought up a lot of emotions and feelings and that made us connect with other people that maybe had the same kind of experience and kind of talk through that and maybe move past some of those like traumas or, you know, bad relationships and kind of talk about what we've learned from those relationships, like just deep conversation that really makes you grow because, you know, we're just sitting around all day and and that was a way that we really connected and we're kind of forced to be faced with those when you're trying to make a relationship move so quickly. 
I love that. I feel like it's almost like therapy. It's like the therapeutic, you know, aspect of The Bachelor. So it seems like it's all positive and you walk. I agree with you. Like I said, like I've caught snippets of other Bachelor seasons, but just my opinion, I agree. Like the girls on your season, you know, I follow some of the girls too, and they're doing great things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like you definitely did have a great season. Any negative sides that you regret about that experience? Um, I don't think I really have any regrets because I really was myself the whole time. I obviously wish they could have like shown more of my experience just so I could have looked back on it too. But again, like I stayed out of the drama, so that just really wasn't the case. So I don't really have any negative feelings or any bad experiences that happened to me on the show. I feel like, you know, you really just kind of live your life. You're not really forced into too many situations where anything's scripted or anything like that. Yeah, I like that. And I feel like at the end of the day, like good and bad experiences, they all shape us. You know, that's what pushes us to grow. But is it true you were a Pilates instructor? Yeah. So at the time I was going to school, I actually got certified to teach at Core Power uh, Yoga. I'm a sculpt instructor through that program. And then I also am certified to teach stop Pilates. And I did all my teaching hours for both and all of that. And, you know, health and wellness has been a huge hobby of mine and lifestyle choice, but I never really ended up teaching. You know, I don't know if it was for me and maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I will eventually someday. I think it's really cool to have and know, and it's helped me in my fitness journey just with my form and technique. And honestly, the yoga instructing um, course that I took actually really helped lessen my anxiety. So I think, you know, really diving deep into that was a really good path for me at the time. Yeah, I love that. I'm so I'm kind of like on a fitness journey. I've lost 70 pounds, but I realized really quickly, like it wasn't just like a fitness wellness journey. It affected my mindset so positively. And that's why I feel like I've integrated it into my life. And I feel like a lot of the listeners of this podcast want to make a change toward like living a healthier lifestyle. So what's been your fitness journey? What kind of drove you to get your Pilates instructor's certificate and all that and why do you make it a priority in your life today? Yeah, well, first off, I just want to say kudos to you. Amazing that you're on this journey. I think a lot of people are on this kind of journey, especially this last year, faced with themselves, right? And mm-hmm. quarantine and all of that. People have kind of like shifted and been forced to look inward, which I feel like is so cool to see people focusing on that more. But my fitness journey with yoga, uh, that started first. And when I was in school, I decided to do that. And I was actually having a lot of anxiety at the time. I don't know why, just getting in my head about things in school was stressful. And I didn't know doing my yoga instructing course that that would really help. But honestly, it helped me with my breathing, being able to just mentally calm myself down with that. And like breath is so important. So that's kind of what happened there. Pilates, I always had been kind of into, but I actually got into a bit of a car accident around that time, my last year of school. And I I was fine, but I had to go to a chiropractor for about, I think it was like two to three days a week for like at least a year. Um, My back and neck were just a little out of whack after that. 
I was leaning forward when the car hit me and I just kind of like messed up my body. And I still wanted to be physically active, but I just felt like I didn't want to do it with poor form with my body being not in perfect alignment. And Pilates is amazing for that. They're amazing. It's amazing for any age. It's amazing for posture. It's amazing for low impact. Obviously it really builds your core. And so I really got obsessed with Pilates around that time um, and decided to do the course with that. And I really did have more of an intention of teaching that. But again, I think it's just timing. Yeah. So what are you into now? Because I know on social media, I saw that you're into Dog Pound, which I've seen some of like TikToks that they put out there. And I'm like, oh man, if I didn't live in Florida, I would love to try that. Tell me about like your workouts now. Yeah. So I think, you know, even just seeing my history there, I kind of get like obsessed with something for like a year or so and like really dive deep into that. Like I did Pure Bar for a while, maybe after Pilates and then now I really am more into like, I would say weight training. So I do berries a lot mm-hmm. and I do dog pound, which is personal training circuit with weight. And I am, <laughs> I absolutely hate cardio. So I opt out of cardio any chance I can get, but I've really realized <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> that you don't really need cardio because you can get your heart rate up. Everybody's body's different. Obviously, some people need more HIIT training and and stuff like that. But I feel like with weight training, I've been able to maintain my body and get stronger because of that. And I used to be kind of afraid of weights because I thought they would bulk you. And I really realized that they don't. And it's all about, you know, what you're eating along with doing that. Yeah, I love that. That's like my experience too. Like, so I did a lot of cardio in the beginning to lose my weight. And then I was introduced to heavy weights. And that's where I saw like the biggest change in my body. And I was just like, you like, gosh, I'm going to bulk up if I lift this. Like I looked at my trainer. I'm like, are you crazy? But it's so true. Like you need to lift heavy to get that lean muscle. And what are, so just. I know we have to eat right. What are like some of your go-to like favorite snacks or meals that you are always eating when you work out? Um, I feel like this is constantly changing, but I'm actually, you know, I've had quite a journey with food. So maybe I'll kind of backtrack a little bit, but I have a lot of food allergies. So I'm allergic to gluten, corn, soy, and dairy. And so it pretty much makes me mostly plant-based and I eat eggs as well, but I finally feel like I'm at this point, you know, in the last five years where I have a more balanced diet, I think I've gone kind of like the different extremes with that. So, you know, if I'm craving something, I'll definitely let myself enjoy it. Like I eat a bagel most days a week in the mornings, you know, with eggs and avocado, like a really, really clean one though, like obviously healthy with all my food allergies, no preservatives or additives or anything like that. So I like to eat some carbs in the morning. If I'm not eating that, I'm usually eating oatmeal just because I found that I can push through my workout a little bit harder if I do that. And then after my workout, I do try to get some protein. I definitely try to eat after either I'll do a protein smoothie, which I feel like is so easy. Or if I'm running around Mm -hmm. usually after my workouts, which is usually the case, I'll bring a protein bar to throw in my bag. But I really like clean proteins. There's this brand called Sprout Living. That's one of my favorites for that. And I think like anybody, you go you go up and down with your healthy eating habits and your snacks and all of that. And I do like to snack a lot. But when I'm trying to eat healthy, I do veggies and hummus or an apple and peanut butter when I'm snacking throughout the day. 
I love that. I want to just back you up about your allergies because I feel like a lot of people, I've cut gluten out too. Well, I cut it, I try to cut it out 80% of the time. And then when I do eat it, I notice the difference. And I feel like a lot of people are the same where they've been asking, like, how do you know if you have a food allergy? What are some, some of the symptoms? I know for me, like I can feel it both mentally and physically, like my stomach bloats. I feel sluggish. What were kind of your symptoms that kind of made you aware? Like, Hey, I might have a food allergy. So in eighth grade, actually, I was super sick all the time with the worst stomach pain you could ever imagine. And I found out that I had celiac. And so that's kind of, that was my journey with that. I was so sick. Like my stomach just hurts so, so, so bad, but there's so many different symptoms that people that are gluten intolerant can have, you know, you can have a rash, you can have headaches, you can have brain fog. Like you're saying, you can have stomach aches, you can have bloating, you know, you can get constipated. There's so many different signs of that. I think for dairy, I was so bloated. I cannot have dairy or cheat at all with any of the allergies. And actually the soy and corn for me is more of a histamine reaction. So it's the, you know, swollen eyes and like congestion. And that's the allergy that actually can get worse as you get older. But I just think it's really interesting that all the food groups I'm sensitive to are probably the most modified in our society. So I think that's why you're seeing more and more people come out with like these same kind of allergies and intolerances. And like you said, I don't think people really know that it's not making them feel good sometimes until they stop for a while and then start again and realize, oh, wow, my body doesn't agree with this. I've been constantly learning just how much food, I mean, foods make up the cells in our body, you know, how much we really are what we eat. I mean, I know we hear that, but to really like research it and understand it and just gut health, it's so interesting. So you just brought all that knowledge. So thank you for that. I know a lot of people are going to be like, okay, I need to reevaluate, you know, these products in my life. For sure. And I just want to talk about motivation because I I know a lot of people ask like, how do you stay motivated? So I just wanted to ask you, how do you keep yourself motivated or push through like those bad days? We'll be back after a quick break. Blast off with Space Vacation, the musical, as the Bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird, and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation. With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation, the musical, on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. Yeah. I mean, I think not being hard on yourself, I think it's okay to, I've realized to not work out seven days a week, right? You know, maybe it's five and maybe some weeks you're not as motivated and it's okay to like, maybe do two kind of light workouts for a week and like, just know that you're going to get back on it to be consistent the next week. But I think it comes down to setting like realistic goals and intentions with it. But one thing that I've really had to focus on is just being like kind to myself. You know, if I don't make it to a workout for a day, like it's okay. And actually I think I've seen better progress in my body because I've allowed myself more rest days. As long as I'm eating clean, then that seems to be fine. But I think, yeah, setting realistic goals because we all have different schedules 
you know, you have to find something that works for you. If that's doing a 20 minute workout on your lunch break or in the morning, like that's better than nothing. So again, I think it's setting those realistic goals and being consistent with that. Yeah. I love that. I'm all about setting goals. That's like what I talk about all the time, like set just those small girl goals during the week. And then if you don't hit them, that's okay. You know, tomorrow's a new day. So I love that you said mm-hmm. that. Like the motivational piece. I think that, you know, obviously sometimes you're more motivated than others, but really what motivates me is I know how I'm going to feel after my workout. Like I never regret going to a workout. And, you know, if you do want to receive results, you have to work hard for them. And that's just the bottom line. Yeah. I love that. That's like the one thing I can say I'm 32 years old and I've never regretted one workout, you know? So that's so powerful. And if someone wants to start just a healthy lifestyle, do you have any advice? Like where can they just start? Um, yeah, I mean, I think food prep is really huge for people who have really busy lifestyles. And I think that's why, you know, sometimes you push your own health out of the way because you're so busy and just having stuff that's convenient and like healthy within your reach. Even I find myself obviously reaching for that more than like if I'm busy and I have a crazy day and then I'm just reaching for the snack cupboard for something quick instead. I think that that's a a really good place to start. And, you know, shopping the outside of the food uh, grocery stores, right? The inside, all the aisles, it's like the processed food. And I think shopping the outside of the stores, you really get your more plant-based natural food groups. You know, I've never heard of that before. I never like thought about that, about the inside Mm -hmm. aisles are the process. It's the outside. I've never, that's okay. I'm going to think about that next time. I feel like I'm always in the center islands with my, or the aisles with my kids. That's yeah. Which makes sense. It's where the cereal and snacks and like, you know, um, fruit snacks and everything are. But, you know, I think the other thing is, is again, like set realistic goals with it. Like maybe it's not for you to just like go AWOL and like completely change everything. Maybe it's changing a couple things. Like maybe you still are having grains and breads and like stuff like that, but you're substituting, just make sure you have the health healthiest versions of those food groups and kind of go from there. I just want to switch really quick to social media because I know you have a big following on social media. I've recently just experienced the negative side of social media. I think like social media is such a powerful tool and I love that, you know, we can can connect and build communities with people, but there's definitely a negative side, whether it's like people just hating on you, writing mean comments and stuff. So I get it on a small scale on TikTok. I just want to know, have you ever encountered that? I'm sure you have just putting yourself out there. And how do you deal with that? Like, how do you not let it ruin your day? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, especially after the bachelor, when I had more people like micro managing my life and really looking into it, people are always going to like say negative things. And, you know, I've just learned that it's like, okay, that's a reflection of you. That's not necessarily what's going on with me. I know that's not who I am or I know that's not how I am. And I, just know, Oh, I, you know, I'm sorry that you're like having a rough day and like, you're going through something. And like, I try to really (laughs) just think about it like that because I mean, I'm human. I definitely will still, if like I'll get a random comment that's negative, 
one day I'll be able to brush it off and have that kind of positive mindset with it. And then another day I'm like, just, it just irks me, even if it's so dumb, you know, obviously I know that that's not who I am. And why do I care what that person's saying? If it's one person out of, you know, 5,000. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's just keeping that positive mindset and people project like their stuff onto other people. It's just, at the, you're right. At the end of the day, it's their problem. But thank mm-hmm. you, Winnie, for coming on. We love sharing, like you sharing your tips and everything. I think you just added a lot of takeaways. I know for me, I'm definitely like going to be going on the outside of the grocery store for now on. But tell us where we can find you on social media. Yeah, you can find me just at my uh, name on, for my handle for TikTok and Instagram. It's just Whitney Fransway. And I am taking a plant-based food course right now. So I'm trying to share more about that. If you want some healthy recipes, you can kind of follow me, follow along. I'm learning. So be patient. And I'm posting a lot of wellness and lifestyle. Tell us really quickly about the plant-based course. Is it something that you give us recipes or we see your reels? How does that work out? Yeah. So I just started it um, last week, but Matthew Kinney, he's a plant-based food chef. He has restaurants in LA, New York, kind of all over the world at this point. He's had this course for a while. And last year he he came out with an online course. It's called the Food Future Institute. And it's all just learning plant-based recipes and uh, skills. And I like, I did knife skills and I'm doing, you know, I did sushi last night, like vegan, healthy sushi. Um, I'm going to learn how to make my own like vegan gluten-free breads and nut cheeses and like stuff like that. And it's just something that obviously I'm really interested in. And I wanted to be able to dress up my vegetables because, you know, that can get very boring. So I'm going to try to share most of the recipes that I'm learning and kind of that process, which will be fun for me. And also I think fun for other people to be able to try those recipes as well. I'm excited about this. So I'm currently in a kitchen renovation and I do not cook. Like I'm just not good at it. And But I have now that I haven't had a kitchen since January and I have kids too. Like I just have this willingness to cook because it's just like I cringe every time my kid eats like a potato chip. Like I just want to provide mm-hmm. them healthy meals. But I have to ask mm-hmm. you, were you into cooking before you took this course? Like how hard are the recipes? Are they doable? <laughs> so far they have been. I feel like, you know, you can't get too complicated when it comes to working with vegetables. You know, we do have to like learn how to use the dehydrator and kind of do some stuff like that with, you know, making raw food, which will be, I think, more Mm -hmm. of a battle. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the best chef. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm the best chef. I just really wanted to be able to learn learn the skills. And, you know, I do enjoy being in the kitchen. I think there's something really peaceful about it and soothing, especially when you can be in the kitchen with someone else and just be having conversation and cooking. I just think there's something special about that. So that's really why I wanted to do it just to learn how to make, you know, make those special foods like the breads and the nut cheeses and, you know, the sauces to really dress up uh, my diet because it can get a little boring. Yeah. Well, I'm actually really excited about that. So we are going to follow along and I'm going to attempt to make one of your recipes that you learn. (laughs) So I'll show you. Hopefully I don't screw it up, but thank you so much for coming on. 
Thanks so much for having me. I feel like we could probably talk for like another hour about all of this stuff and like such a geek with all of it. So I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, I love it. All right, Winnie, we will talk to you soon. And thanks again for listening to the Invest Your Best podcast and we will catch you again. <laughs>